AEW's Blood and Guts is taking place this Wednesday night. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Denise Salcedo of Instinct Culture, and my guests for today are none other than the Inner Circle's very own Santana and Ortiz. Hey, guys. Yo, hey. what up, what up? You know, I'm so happy to talk to you guys here today because literally the last time that we spoke, your situation was very different. You you were doing other things and now you guys are part of AEW and so much has happened to you guys since then. So I'm very excited to just kind of dive into everything that's been going on. How are you guys? Pretty good. I mean, it's it's been, uh, to say the least, a roller coaster of a year and a half. So... Um, you know, just uh, living it up and taking it day by day and making the best of everything that, that comes our way. You know, it is. Exactly. And even rewinding back to a little bit of like 2019, before you guys <clears throat> signed with AEW, you guys were with Impact Wrestling. So you guys had some options on the table, being some of the hottest free agents. I kind of want to touch base on what led to your decision to sign with AEW and what was the ultimate deciding factor for you guys? Um, for me personally, and I'm sure for both of us, uh, the biggest factor at that time, especially before COVID hit and shut the world down. I mean, um, you know, our biggest thing was that um, we wanted we wanted to continue being fathers and raise our young kids. So, um, you know, the, at the time, the schedule that, that WWE was on was very rigorous and, and very, um, you know, pretty much we were, we we're going to be on the road nonstop. And, and, you know, I, uh, we always hear these stories of guys from back in the day that, that uh, they tell the stories of their kids growing up and not really knowing them. And uh, for Ortiz and I, that was something that we, we just wouldn't allow to happen. You know what I mean? And, and to us, um, being able to be fathers was much more important. And the fact that all elite wrestling, uh, with its schedule and, um, was going to allow us to continue doing that and, and raise our kids and still be able to do what we love to do. Um, that, that was a big thing. And also, you know, being a part of something from the ground up, which is something special, um, you know, and, and just, yeah, they, a lot of factors, but mainly, you know, the fact that we wanted to continue being dads and raise our kids and, uh, you know, just be a part of something that was new and that was fresh and um, taking a chance, risking it. You know, that's that's part of life. That's part of wrestling and in any industry. You know what I mean? You have to take risks and you have to bet on yourself sometimes. And, uh, you know, that's that's been our entire careers. We've bet on ourselves. Exactly. I feel like risk is definitely the right way to go about it. The more you risk at, at some point can pay off. Ortiz, did you want to go ahead and add to that? Uh, yeah. I mean, that was definitely a uh, priority. Number one for us was our families. But uh, I would say secondly, uh, and a close first was the, the the crop of talent in AEW, the, the amount of tag teams, and then the the promise of uh, having tag team as the main event, like a tag team wrestling match as the main event. And um, we've we've even had the pleasure of main eventing Dynamite a few times, um, you know, parking lot brawl uh, and I believe Texas Street Fight against the Bucks. So that's awesome that we can headline Dynamite, which is, you know, the the premier show for our company. And uh, yeah, man, just just to get into the swing of things with the, the crop of talent was a huge factor for us. 
Um, and yeah, it's, it, it's been, been a blessing so far. And we're still itching to wrestle every tag team in our company. There's still people that we haven't even, you know, maybe shook their hand and that's about it. And we're dying to get in the ring with them. I know. And there's so many like different options. Like when you think of the AEW tag team division, you're just like, I can't wait to see this match. I can't wait to see that match. But before we get to your dream opponents and all of that, was there anybody that maybe helped persuade you get to signing with, to, with AEW? Was, was it Tony Khan? Was it somebody else? Was it something that any, that somebody said to you guys that added to it? Uh, we, we, we literally had a conversation. We were in Puerto Rico. So we were finishing up uh, our, our last bookings kind of because we knew something we were going to go to either at the time we pretty much were going to go either WWE or it's a AEW. So we had a conversation and we, we just were real with one another and we were just like, what do we want? Like, what do we want our legacy to be? Um, and it, Santana already touched base on it. We, we wanted to be a part of the beginning of something. You know what I mean? Not saying that we wouldn't have busted our asses in WWE and try to, you know, when we do something, we, we're all in. We're, uh, we're, we're there to be the best. We're not just doing it just to do it to collect the paycheck because we never got into wrestling for the paycheck. We want to yeah. do something and we want to leave a legacy behind. You know what I mean? The, the, the paycheck is great. <laughs> I love that we can support our family. Uh, uh, living our dream and doing what we've always wanted to do, but that's honestly it's secondary. It's it's never. I mean, we backyard wrestle for ten years for free and just destroyed ourselves just to pop our friends, and we did it just for the love of it. And we're we're still very much those kids that are just doing it for the fun of it. And the money helps. The money definitely oh, yeah. helps. Yeah, of <laughs> I, I was gonna say like I uh, yeah, it's fun and it's cool and and all that stuff, but. My number one priority is is supporting my family and, and still continuing to be able to give them a, a great life. You know what I mean? And thankfully, to this point, a wrestling has allowed us to do that. You know what I mean? I, it, it's just a testament to the hard work and dedication and passion that we bring to uh, to the sport. You know what I mean? And and you know, as you know, we're we're uh, we're very passionate about our stuff. And and uh, you know, me sometimes I get too passionate about about uh, things. You know what I mean? But uh, it's all in, in good spirits and don't worry, I won't knock no one's teeth down their throat. I'm just I'm just a passionate dude. No, I love it. And trust me, you guys are some of the guys that like constantly whenever reviewing Dynamite, I'm like, I love these guys. I love <laughs> these guys. Like constantly. I, I tell everybody that's watching the podcast. I'm like, you guys already know it. I'm like Santana and RT is my favorite tag team. I'm going to talk about positive stuff about them all around. But <laughs> I'm, I'm curious, though, what was the first interaction you guys had with Tony Khan? What was the experience like meeting him? Uh, it was it was great. We we met him. I think the first time we were, it was funny because we were at PWG one month and uh, we had heard that he was sitting in the crowd and uh, we didn't go up. We didn't, our match didn't go up yet, but we had heard he was in the crowd. He was checking it out and we pretty much just smiled at each other. We're like, oh shit, you know, hopefully we get to meet him or, or whatever. By that point, we had already made our decision. Um, but honestly, the, uh, the first time that we met him, I believe was at the, the Capital One Arena in in um and dc for the first dynamite you know what i mean we got to uh you know shoot the shit with him a little bit backstage and and uh you know we we both expressed how excited we were to be a part of this and how excited he was to have us a part of the brand and stuff like that so it was definitely uh 
all a plus when when we, that first interaction, you know. Yeah, it it was also very um surprising to us because he was so familiar with our work. Like he yeah. he did his research. He uh yeah. he knew about our whole feud with the OGs. He he basically our whole tenure and impact. He knew about our indie matches and we were just flabbergasted. We were blown away. We were like, oh wow, <laughs> he actually knows who we are. And it's uh very humbling. Uh it was a cool first experience. It adds like a trustworthy factor. Like, okay, like this guy, he he's not just in it, you know, for the fame and the fortune. He took mm -hmm. a second, you know, a minute or however long out of his day to go and, you know, mm -hmm. look us up and learn about us. Like for me, like I could only I could only imagine that that's something genuinely nice. So, mm -hmm. you know. You and those are honest. I'm sorry to cut you oh, no, off. Go for honestly, it. Those, those are, you know, great characteristics and traits of a, a smart businessman. You have to do your homework. You have to, you know, you have to know what you're investing in. You have to know uh, what you're bringing to your brand. So the fact that uh, he did do his homework and stuff like that is just a testament to how great of a businessman he is. You know what I mean? Exactly. Do your homework. That is the key thing. So now here's the thing that I want to ask, because the last time that I spoke to you guys was at Expo Lucha, and that was some time ago. But one of the things that we talked about in that interview was actually that you guys were a fan of the Chris Jericho book. Flash, well, not just the Chris Jericho book, but Chris Jericho in general. Mm -hmm. But now yep. flash forward to what you guys are doing now with the inner circle and you're working with Chris Jericho, somebody who's had such a long career and has pretty much done it, seen it all. So for you guys, what was your reaction when you found out you'd be part of the inner circle and that Jericho would be the one leading it? WTF. Yeah, it was cool, man. Cause like, like we've told, we've spoke about this on, on his podcast and we've told him, uh, and we've told this story before, you know, Jericho's first book, um, you know, A Lion's Tale was one of the main things that that uh, brought Ortiz and I together as a tag team. Uh, we were both working at a Borders bookstore and, uh, you know, Ortiz had read the book first and he was like, yo, you got to check this book out. And I got to read it a short time after. And we pretty much agreed that that's the blueprint to making it in wrestling. You know what I mean? That was the... Uh, um, you know, the, the map, the sort of say to, uh, to being successful. And it, we, we honestly, we patterned our careers off of the book and the fact that he went to all these places and he, he made his name in all these places. And it was, it was similar to what we did. You know, we went to Mexico, we went to Canada, to the UK. And, uh, you know, we just, we headlined, we built our names there and, and, honed our craft, you know what I mean? And that was one of the things that he harped on, on in that book and not just the cool stories and the funny stories, but the fact that um, to be successful in this industry, you, you kind of have to do that. You have to go and travel and get your name out there and gain different experiences with different wrestlers because uh, ultimately that's what makes you better as a performer. You know, working with people that are better than you, uh, being in front of different crowds, um, you know, and, and, and truly testing yourself. And that, that was, you know, huge. And the fact that, uh, when we found out that we were going to be part of a group with Jericho, it was like, wow, let, let's, let's go, let's do it. You know what I mean? Cause that was, you know, yeah. And we, and, and we weren't afraid to admit that we weren't, we weren't hesitant to even admit that to him. You know, so a lot of people are always like, oh no, I don't want to, you know, mark out or anything like that but 
we're we're true to ourselves you know what i mean and and we we wouldn't hold back or backpedal on on something like that you know what i mean if you inspire us you inspire us and we're thankful for it yeah we're still fans we're still very much as big kids man did he say anything like you know you you know a lot of people are always hesitant to like fanboy fangirl in front of somebody what was jericho's reaction to that he was he was drawn drawn back by it he was like wow that's awesome to to say and awesome to know and and you know he, he had no idea and um it wasn't a story that we share too too often but when people did ask us about it you know we we were very open about it and uh yeah and he, he was he was pretty cool and uh, yeah, man, it's 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 been a a, a wild ride. To say it's kind of like this pinch me moments. You're like, I know I did the work, but I'm here and now. I, you know, you're soaking it in. So, you know, has there been any advice or even just like something that you have learned from him? Like even just observing him when he does certain things. Like, how has that been for you guys as a teaching moment, essentially? Um, I would say mostly from observing him, uh, we've yeah. learned a lot. I mean, it's. It could be debated all day long, but he's one of the best talkers to ever do it. Um, and that's apparent every time he gets on the mic. You know what I mean? Um, just watching how he constructs a promo, how he builds his opponent and can simultaneously tear them down in the very next sentence is awesome. And that's a that's an art in itself. And um, he's he's forced both of us to speak a lot more and to challenge us. I remember the first time um we've done a bunch of promos uh pre-taped and then if you mess up you can go back you can fix it but being on a live mic is a little bit more nerve-wracking because if you mess up it. yeah if you mess up you mess up and you know the fans could be unforgiving sometimes no matter how much they love you they will let you know you messed up and that can throw you off your game and it's crazy i, I can be in front of 15 20 000 people and and half naked and showing off to the world and I'm comfortable. But the moment you put a mic in front of me, I'm like, oh, 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 my God. And um, yeah, a testament to him. He's like, I want you guys to talk more. And he will be like, you take something and you, you, you talk Ortiz, you talk Santana, you guys say something here. And him just kind of throwing us into the deep end has helped us a lot. You know what I mean? My partner in itself, he's really coming to his own in promos this, this past year and a half or so. And it's, it's a testament to just giving us the opportunity to do it. And we don't have a choice, but yeah. to, but to swim, you know what I mean? And if we mess up, we mess up and we just keep it moving. But uh, just observe through observing him and see how he uh, constructs certain things or when we're, we're in the back and we're discussing maybe where we're going to go with something and just seeing like his mindset and the way he looks at wrestling. And it's also cool to just like ask him stories and be like, Ooh, tell us about this. And, uh, yeah. The key. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's really, really awesome. And I love that because it's just like, it's very interesting to, to, you know, to see how you guys like, you know, piece things together, just like, you know, do the promos and just like all of that in general is just very, very interesting. Mm -hmm. So now you guys, from when you guys first came into AEW to now, you guys have done so much. And we'll dive into that a little bit more as we go through this interview. But I'm curious to know if your time in AEW has been what you expected or completely um, different from what you guys expected ahead of signing with the company? Um, honestly, for me personally, I, I always try to my best. I, 
I hate psyching myself out and I do it a lot. You know what I mean? That just comes with my anxieties and stuff. But uh, we just tried to come into this new chapter of our careers and lives with, with an open mind and not really expecting too, too much. Just going with the flow, riding that roller coaster and, and just taking what comes. You know what I mean? It was the same thing when we were at Impact. You know, we didn't know anything. We didn't know what to expect. And and we were thrown into the deep end. And thankfully, we had the skills that we had, um, you know, harvested during our time before getting there. Thankfully, those skills helped us swim and 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 make the most of our opportunity there. And uh, same thing here. You know what I mean? We've thankfully we've uh, been around enough and have learned from enough people to be able to hold our own and still be able to swim in in a lot of situations. And um, yeah, we're thankful. And and honestly, like me personally, I feel so comfortable now. Like there's just honestly like this, this confidence that this new confidence that I have, especially that I've built the last, you know, few months, I'm like, let's go. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready for whatever's to come. I'm ready for anything that's going to be thrown at us. And um, we've, we've already proven to ourselves and proven to others that you put us in a situation and we're going to rock it. You know what I mean? And, and I feel that's the confidence that I feel in ourselves and our work. Um, there's, you know, and I, I've said this in other interviews and I'll, I'll say it again, like, I honestly feel like there's not another tag team out there that has the heart that we have right now and that, and that drive to, to be the absolute best. And, um, you know, there's a lot of people that get comfortable, a lot of people that, that are just, you know, like my partner said, some people are just around to collect a paycheck or whatever the case is. Nah, that shit out of you. Like, let's, let's get to work. That's you fine guys for build them. a foundation. Yeah, go right ahead, Ortiz. Yeah, I was saying that's fine for them if that's the mentality they want to have, but we don't have time for that. Yeah, I love we're here, that. We're here, to, we're here to work. We're here to continue supporting our families. And whoever gets in the way of that, pobrecitos. <laughs> pobrecitos, exactly, exactly. And now this is one of my favorite things that we have to jump into because like the second that it happened, I was like, oh man, I was like, when I get to interview them, I'm going to ask them about it because it was one of my top five favorite matches of last year and we definitely have to jump into it it is the stadium stampede i mean how cool how wild was that for you guys to just go out there and literally have the time of your lives it was it was like you said time of your life <laughs> it was it was definitely uh an amazing time it was, yep. it was cool and what uh, was your it, favorite part I, for me, as, as as somebody watching it, I love Jake and Hangman. That was probably my favorite yeah. thing that they did. It just felt like a movie. It just felt like an old Western. These two brutes just meet each it's other like at the bar and they, they yeah, they go crazy. And, and for me, watching it, that that was the best. As far as what we did and what we performed, definitely the pool scene. I, it was ridiculous. Yeah. It was, you know, <laughs> one time only. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I know we have this, like, very thug-like mentality and we, we are, like, hard guys. And that's very much who we are. But at the same time, I'm, I'm just a class clown. And you kind of got to see that uh, come to fruition at, in the pool. So I just enjoyed doing that. Regardless of, how, regardless of what people felt about it, I just had a great time. And 
that's all that that I really care about at the end of the day. I think um, my favorite my favorite part was was seeing Sammy escape death like numerous times. During yeah. that whole, I'm telling you, during that whole match, he may have escaped death like five times. Yeah, and that's he he's like the Kenny of the group. I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that. I, that's literally like the number one thing that like pops yeah. into people's head is definitely the Kenny of the group. But I mean, like, yeah. see, I like the I like what Ortiz mentioned too about the fact that you know people see you guys like they're all interesting. You're like street thugs and this and that because that's what you guys do, right? But at the same time, they got this different element of you of like comedy, and I think having those different elements, you know, just adds more, uh, you know, character depth to to everybody whoever does that. Yeah. So that's really really great. So okay. Stadium Stampede was a hit. Now I know for a fact Blood and Guts is going to be awesome. So let's talk about that because this Wednesday it is mm -hmm. happening. And by God, I am very excited. What can the fans expect? And what are your guys' emotions at the moment? Um, you know, we've we've said this a lot too. Like if you if you go back and you look at, you know, the other matches like this uh in history, you know that they've they've made people or they break people and um you know we we're going into this match fully aware of those things you know what i mean and um you know it's it's we said this earlier it's one of those things like thankfully we have the experience with a lot of these types of matches and we just take ourselves to a different state of mind when when it comes to this like uh for me i I go to a very dark place when, when preparing for matches like this. And, and that's okay because it allows me to let out a lot of stuff that I, I keep inside a lot. You know what I mean? But um, for the most part, it's, it's probably going to be the most violent match people have seen in a long time. Not just because of our state of mind, but because you got 10 guys in there that are ready to go. You have 10 guys that are ready to put everything they have on the line to make sure that um, either group is not walking out. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, our intentions are the same. I refuse to to go out in that match on my back. There's no way that, that our pride is going to allow us to do that. You know what I mean? And, uh, but yeah, all, all I got to say is tune in on Wednesday because I've honestly, I've, I've done enough talking when it comes to, to getting, together with this match you know what i mean i'm ready to go i'm ready to fight and i i know the other guys are ready to fight too so let's let's just get it i'm excited i'm hyped uh, yeah i mean all 10 men um are under no disillusion about the gravity of this match especially um the, the way it's been hyped up uh you know we, we wanted to do well because take away our differences uh uh we want the company to do well obviously that's why we're here so just know all 10 men are not going to disappoint because we can't let our our egos won't let us so take 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 that for what you will but uh well we are ready to create wrestling history and hopefully it will be something that is talked about in a positive way from years to come and uh i'm pretty sure it will be but um yeah my my partner said it best i, I love that talking and we can't wait 
I love that. And you guys are, you know, again, AEW, brand new company, starting the history off for AEW. I love that. Guys, so we have just a few, a final few moments left or minutes left. So I want to do the quick lightning round game. So I'm going to ask you guys 10 questions, some of which are going to be directed at one of you or both of you. I will let you know. And you just answer it as fast as you can. So here oh. we go. Question number one. This one's for both of you. Which one of you takes the longest to get ready? <laughs> Brother, you better take that. You better take, you better take all blame for that. I'm telling you. I mean, I guess are, you are on Puerto okay. Rico time. Okay, okay, right? okay. I don't necessarily take the longest to get ready. I just procrastinate more than he does. I can get ready in 10 minutes. But I will literally wait till we literally have 10 minutes left to get ready versus him. He will be ready two hours before. Just I'm ready the there. day. I'm ready yeah. the day before. He's ready, ready right now. He's ready right now. So I'll say it in this. He packs the night before. I pack an hour before my flight. So you can see the contrast between us. I love how you were like, no, it's not me. And then you gave us all the reasons. That's why <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I was like, are you hearing this? You see what I mean? Technically, it wasn't. I don't take long to get ready. I just procrastinate and wait to the last minute to get ready. That, okay. So that, that was my issue with the question. So, okay, okay. Question number two then. Which one of you eats the most? He does. I definitely eat the most. Yeah. I thought that, I thought it was going to be controversial. No, <laughs> no. I'll, um, I'll take I'll take that one. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I love I love I love food. I'm yeah. I'm a big foodie. I love. That's one of the things I miss about traveling the world, and and hopefully things is open up soon. Is, is eating my funyuns. Funyuns, not just, yes, yes, right, but. But I think one of the main things that I miss about traveling the world is tasting different food from everywhere and different cultures, man. Like that, I miss that. I love food. Yeah. Oh, I feel you. I feel you on that. On the Question. inside, on the inside, I'm like 450 pounds. I guarantee. <laughs> yeah. Question number three: Which one of you is the craziest in the ring? Hmm. Craziest how? Um, most who would you, who would you say has is just like most extreme, willing to do anything? Uh, uh, Santana, yeah, I've seen him do stuff that'll never see the light of day. He moonsault off a balcony just because he had a chip on his shoulder that day, and he was just like, "I'm gonna moonsault off the balcony," and that's probably why he has really bad knees to this day. Straight, straight, super crazy. Though. Yeah, he's yeah, crazy. yeah. He's he's done some wild stuff in our career. I mean. Warranted, I, I, I will sign up to take the craziest moves, but as far as, you know, athletic feats, he, he definitely, he's definitely got it. Question number four. So this one's actually for Santana. Santana, what is Ortiz most likely to order at a restaurant? <laughs> a soup and a salad. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Wait, what kind of a soup? Just a like tomato, a tomato soup, or a chicken noodle soup, or a, a plain tomatoes salad. I'll eat all. Yeah, soup. tomatoes, tomatoes number, number one. Definitely. one. Yeah. I really for hope broccoli and cheese is on there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love all soups. Take it. Yo, Clam for a long time, for a long time, for a long time, I called him like a eighty-four-year-old man because this dude would eat soup everywhere we went. 
Soup is delicious. I'm I'm ready to be an old man without teeth. I'm I'm all I'm ready. I'm ready. You know what? I have to side with you. Soup is awesome. Mm-hmm. Question number yes. five. This one's for you, Ortiz. Ortiz, if you're on the road, which fast food location is Santana bound to pick? Wawa's always. Wawa's is our joint. Um, other than that, yeah, just Wawa's. That would be our go-to. Or like a Sheets. Or, you know, pretty much a sandwich, chips, and whatever else would be our go-to. Very unhealthy. Munchies. I mean, yeah, munchies. Munchies all day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let you fill in the blanks. <laughs> munchies oh, <yeah>. all day. <laughs> <laughs> Question number six, Santana. This one is for you. What is Ortiz a big fan of? Video games. Question seven, Ortiz. What is Santana a big fan of? Uh, Music. Uh, graffiti and yeah, music and graffiti would be probably his two biggest things. I love oh, this. I love how well you guys know each other. <laughs> Obviously, been, that's bound to it's happen. It's been 10 years. Yeah, it's, it's bound years. to happen. <laughs> Santana, this is a question for you about you. So, what is the last TV show or movie that you watched? The last TV show that I've watched that I'm actually in the middle of still watching is the uh, the new Mighty Ducks that's on uh, on Disney Plus. Mainly because uh, the Mighty Ducks was my dad and I's favorite like movie to watch when I was growing up, and uh, you know he he all the life lessons that my dad taught me as as I was growing up came from a lot of those movies. You know what I mean? So. Um, Definitely like into watching that now. I, I still got to watch the, the last two episodes that dropped. And last last movie, actually, the other one was it the night before yesterday or something. We watched the, the first Mortal Kombat. Had to go back nice. and watch the original. So Nice, nice. Ortiz, this question is for you. What is the greatest TV show and the greatest movie of all time, in your opinion? Greatest Ooh. TV show, Frasier, for sure. <laughs> yes, I love Frasier. Oh, yes. Uh, you said what was the greatest movie of all time? Yes. Ooh. Um, hmm. That's really hard. There's a lot of good movies, and there's a lot of bad ones, too. Uh, let me see. <laughs> the bad First ones one. are sometimes good. That's true. That's true. Yeah. The bad ones are sometimes good. Ah, oh, man. Uh, you know what? Just because it's fresh in my mind, I'll go with Half-Baked. Half-Baked nice. for the movie. And I'll go with definitely Frazier. No ifs, ands, and buts. Definitely. I love it. Awesome. Awesome. Last question. Question number 10. Do you call or text each other more? Text. Rarely call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Rarely I barely call. call. I barely call anybody. Yeah. If, <laughs> if, I will say this, though. If one or another calls each other, we usually will pick up because we never call each other. So if we call yeah. each other. We're usually like, like, oh man, fuck. Oh, excuse me. Like, we're sorry. <laughs> you can on here. I don't care. I'm trying to be PC. I apologize. <laughs> no <laughs> worries. My dad had on, so I wouldn't curse. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Guys, alrighty, there you go. Thank you so much for doing this interview with me. Um, AEW Blood and Guts this Wednesday. Do not miss it. I'm Denise Salcedo. This is Santana and Ortiz, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye, everyone. Peace. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please don't forget to leave me a super nice review and a five-star rating. 
Plus, make sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at underscore Denise Salcedo for funny wrestling commentary, guest updates, silly live stuff, and more.